0: Episode 46 of the Joomla Beat Podcast, and on this week's episode, I have an interview with Michael Babker. Latest Joomla news, design tips, marketing ideas, and interviews with experts in the industry. Beginner or professional, this podcast is for Joomla enthusiasts. enthusiasts. Welcome to the Joomla Beat Podcast with your host, Peter Peter Buey. Hello and welcome to another year of the Joomla Beat Podcast. Uh, This is the very first episode of 2014. I can't believe it's already 2014. Where did 2013 go? It just completely disappeared and went right on by within a blink of an eye. Didn't even see it happen. But uh, last year was an absolutely fantastic year for myself and uh, getting involved with Joomla. Uh, many, many highlights, and I'll go through a couple of highlights with the podcast a little bit later as well. But uh, let's let, let's find out what's happening in this episode in general. Uh, I have a couple of announcements to make. One is the winner of the Joomla extension development book the one that was authored by Tim Plummer. So I drew those on the 20th of December last month, just before Christmas. So the winners should know exactly who they are, and I announced that on Facebook as well. I think I did on Google+, Plus, but I really can't remember now. It's been a few weeks. And uh, since it's been on holidays, I don't remember much at all. So <laughs> I have to recap and find out exactly what's going on. But I'll be sending those out right after I finish this podcast episode and launch it online. So those... Uh, two lucky winners will be getting their copies of their books, hopefully within the next two weeks. Uh, I have to send one to the US and the other one to France, and uh, I'll tell you exactly who won those books right in a moment. Uh, other than that, I have some Joomla news in the industry, some latest updates that uh, you should be updating. Dating two, uh, especially one in particular, this particular extension, people have been hacked. So uh, it, it's it's very important that you update or uninstall this extension, but uh, we'll find out more about that in a moment. Last but not least, I have an interview with Michael Babker, the one of the PLT or the Production Leadership Team members, and he is going to talk about uh, his role and involvement in the Joomla project and how he got started into the Joomla project as well. He does a lot of stuff in regards to managing uh, the issues and the various releases for the Joomla project. So make sure you tune into that and find out exactly what Michael gets up to and what and how he does all of this work. He, he's also on social media quite a bit, so you, you'll be able to catch him on there as well. But enough of me babbling on. Let's get straight into some Joomla news. For more Joomla tips and industry news, JoomlaB.AT. We're posting by SiteGround. So, some news for 2014. Now, late last year, we saw the release of the latest patches for Joomla. 2.5 2.5 series and for the Joomla 3 series, so you can download those and patch your sites. So you should be patching your sites to Joomla 2.517, and for the Joomla 3 series, it is 2.3.1. So this fixes various bugs and security holes that have been found in in the releases. Uh, so it's highly recommended that you make sure your Joomla sites are up to date and up to date for the particular versions that you're running. Uh, now. It's very easy to do so and I'll post up a couple of links on how to do so if you haven't done that yet or if you're afraid to do it. It's actually really, really easy. Just make sure you do a backup before you do anything just in case. Now, this leads me on to some other interesting news and some other interesting conversations that started at the end of last year. Now, this idea of crowdsourced testing came up. Michael Babker released a forum post about this, um, trying to get and trying to gain some uh, other people in the industry to provide or volunteer test beds so that the production team can use these test bed websites to test the relati- the latest releases of their of their patches for Joomla. So it's well and good to test all of these releases and updates on their own environments and own service setups. And also many volunteers download the early releases of these Joomla patches and uh, latest, latest releases to make sure it was working as well as possible. But there are many situations where the environments vary so much for so many different people and uh, the way it's not the way it's tested, but that there's not enough test case scenarios with different configurations and different versions of PHP and different different server environments uh, to make sure that it's working on everything out there or as many different environments as possible. So this idea of crowdsourcing various test environments so that the production team can uh, can roll out the patches and test to see if the website's actually breaking or not on all of these test environments. I think personally is a great idea. Uh, it, it did lead to some heated discussion which was quite interesting and I kind of stayed out of it because I didn't have a huge much to input into the conversation other than that I would and would like to see this happen. Uh, but let me know what everyone else thinks. Now, uh, the service Watchfully, which I did a podcast review on in Episode 2 Yes, one of the very first episodes I did, I talked about Watchfully. Now, they came up with the idea, and in collaboration with Michael Babker, I believe, uh, don't quote me on this, I may have it wrong, but I believe they spoke a little bit during the Joomla World Conference to talk about a way to, to push out the... The, the test release to as many websites as possible so using watchful's uh, network and resources and infrastructure to deploy the patch out to all of these volunteered websites and, uh, and different server environments uh, might be the way to go I, I don't know uh, you do have to volunteer your website and I wouldn't recommend volunteering a production website just in case. Uh, set up a staging environment that is exactly the same as your production one, as your volunteer site, and push that out to watchfully so that uh, the production team can actually use it. Now, I haven't actually gone back to the forum post to check if this was actually in play or if it's being used. Hopefully, it will be used for the next release of Joomla or the next patches that are going out there, at least by a couple of people so that uh, they'll know exactly what's going on. But keep an eye on this space. I would love to see more of this in play. Uh, I think it's a great idea and probably the only way where you can really test the patches on so many different environments. And of course, links to all of this will be in the show notes. Now, another thing that came up late last year was the Joomla Stack Exchange. Now, Stack Exchange is a great little website where people can ask questions and get them answered by a whole bunch of experts in the industry. Now, Stack Exchange have uh, many other areas and many other niches or niches in regards to PHP development, Ruby on Rails development and so forth, but it doesn't have a specific Joomla one where a dedicated Joomla team help answer uh, programmer questions or newbie questions. Now, uh at the moment, this has reached a particular stage where it's it's trying to get more committers to the idea of uh, committing to helping new people and answer these questions on the Stack Exchange website. It's only useful if there are people there actively answering the questions. So, the Joomla area of this is now in in what's called a Stage Area 51 area. That, that's, that's what it's called. And the Joomla Stack Exchange area will be finally pushed out into a live environment and pushed out to the rest of the world only if there is a community behind it and only if there, are, there is a certain amount of people that are willing to commit to the Stack Exchange site. I really hope that made sense. I had to listen back to that before um, I released it to make sure that made sense. But I think it did. I think it did. So if you're experiencing Joomla and you want to help out in this Stack Exchange website, check out the links. And if you can, uh, become a committer to the project so that it will get out there and people can use it. And hopefully more people learn how to use Joomla and program things for Joomla as well. Now, that is all for Joomla news so far, it's uh, fairly quiet at the moment, but uh, I'll just announce those winners for those books, and the two winners are Hans Vampy from France, I hope I sang your name right, and Mike Nichols from the USA, so congratulations to you two, your books will be sent out right after I released this podcast, I, uh, I did promise to send them out a little bit earlier, but I had a bit of an extended holiday, so uh, I couldn't actually send them out because I didn't have the books with me. So hopefully you'll get those in a couple of weeks and uh, when you do, please uh, take a photo of yourself, take a photo of the book and uh, post it up to social media so everyone else can see that you finally got them and hopefully they come into good use as well. Now, before I head over and segue into the interview with Michael, just like to give everyone a little bit of an update of where the Journal Beat podcast is at and what is installed in regards to its future. Don't worry, I'm not going to stop. I'll still be podcasting. I'll still be releasing as many interviews and resources as possible for all you lovely listeners out there. But. Today is exactly one year. This is the one year anniversary since I actually started the podcast. On the 7th of January in 2013 was the release of the very first episode and it is the 7th of, December, of January right now so it's been exactly a year. Uh, probably this time last year, I was finishing up the podcast recording just like I am now and posting it online. And it has been an absolutely amazing year with a lot of great feedback and a lot of a lot of uh, good uptake on the podcast. But let me just pull up a couple of these stats that I have in front of me here in regards to the podcast. Now, I'm um, the podcast stats for the website itself, I don't have them handy with me because I've changed uh, the analytics program over the over the last few months and uh, the, the stats are a little bit all over the place. And when I don't promote the podcast, the numbers go down as well. But let's have a look at some of these download stats over the last few months and uh, see, see the, have a look at the growth, I guess, of the podcast over the last year. Now, I use Libsyn for my podcast download manager and I can see here, now I can see here in May when I first started recording the stats for the downloads, it started off around 900 downloads for that month, which isn't that much. But from there, it bounced up or quickly grew to about 2,700 in June. In July, it went up to 3,253 downloads for that month. In August, it dropped down 2,228, and the numbers are pretty much around that mark all the way up to December, except for a peak I can see here in October with 4,355 downloads, which is quite interesting. So, I have to find out exactly what episodes I released in those few months that really spiked up the traffic, but I can see steady growth, which is absolutely fantastic. And overall, the podcast from when I was recording has been downloaded a about uh, approximately 21,808 times. So that's uh, all the episodes uh, together collectively. So that's quite a few downloads, I think, and not too bad for my very first year. I had really big ambitions of actually trying to hit the 100,000 mark. Uh, so I didn't quite get that. I was a little bit off. Um, Yeah, maybe this year. (laughs) We'll see how we go. But hopefully I can increase those numbers and uh, hopefully I still can produce some awesome content so I can hit those numbers. And uh, we'll see how 2014 goes. As long as I double that, or maybe not double, but at least beat that number, then I'll be quite happy. So uh, thank you everyone out there that has downloaded the podcast, enjoyed it, and has hit the like button or given a five-star rating review on the itunes store and if you haven't yet and you actually really like this podcast please make sure you jump onto the itunes store and give it a five-star rating and review or if you're listening to this on stitcher give it a big thumbs up that way other people can discover this particular podcast i know a lot of the car manufacturers are putting stitcher in as a default application now so you can actually listen to the podcast while you're driving about so uh, please make sure you give it a big thumbs up Okay, so let's get into this interview with Michael Babker and, uh, and I hope you enjoy it. Stay tuned as Peter brings his special guest to the table.
1: The Joomla Beat Podcast.
0: So I'm joined on the podcast this episode with Michael Babker, one of the PLT members, and he's, he's kind of like the face of what happens and what goes on in the, the whole the whole development area or one of the faces anyway and uh, he's here to talk about some of the things that he's been working on and in particular one of them the issue tracker which is coming into play and he's been working very hard on so michael welcome to the show thank you so could you first off tell us a little bit of uh, background about how you got into joomla and how you discovered it and and why you're even using it
1: all right so i started using joomla in 2010 uh, I needed a website that uh, friends of mine could dynamically update without me doing everything. And we were using Joomla as an intranet for where I was working at the time a couple years before. So I kind of had it, the seed already in my head that there was a system out there that could do that. So got my first 1.5 site set up and was playing around with it and kind of got familiar with things. And this was right before the 1.6 beta the beta came out and it piqued my interest i started looking around things reporting bugs at the time and at this point i didn't really have much of a development background i i knew enough in terms of html and css to kind of like stumble my way through basic pages so uh, i started submitting bugs and a couple people in the community kept encouraging me hey you know if you can, do these patches for these really simple issues. Yeah. So I set up the environment, set up my tools, and started getting familiar with everything, and started doing some patches for simple stuff. And then me being the curious guy I am, I just kept on going with it, trying to learn a little bit more, doing more complex stuff. And as they say, the rest is history. <laughs>
0: That's a pretty cool story. So you, you had absolutely no development background whatsoever before getting into it. None at all. And now you're, you're one of the PLT members mm-hmm. and you, you're doing some crazy stuff in the Joomla space. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, you pretty much are. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that you've been working on is the new issue tracker for uh, Joomla in general. Now, I know a lot of people don't like the current issue tracker. So you've been working on something completely new to try and uh, change that and make it easier for people to use. Right. So what have you been
1: doing? So the whole thing started about two years ago. Uh, We moved the Joomla code base from subversion on our uh, Joomla code solution to GitHub, and we started using Git. And uh, with that transition, it disconnected our issue tracker and our code repo so, so we kind of started re- evaluating the tools on the market at the time. What what's out there is do we want to change? There's a general consensus among uh, many that we want to change for these reasons. But at the same time, we want to keep our uh, workflows and processes, things like that. So about a year passed, and various people tried out different tools and just. After a while, there was no real consensus on things, no real urgency to kind of move away from this older solution that's actually getting to the point where it's hampering contributions. There's quite a few people in the community who have told me over the years they won't submit issues until we get away from Joomla code. That's how (laughs) unfriendly they find it. Right. So last October... I kind of uh, put my money where my mouth is and started laying down code to build this application. And it was very basic at the time. And it wasn't... The initial concept was just, so this is what we can do. And it looked really like Juma code in terms of... You got your list, and you got your uh, item views. It had all the data we needed, but it was a much cleaner interface. Mm-hmm. So it got the t- it got the attention of a bunch of developers worldwide. Uh, last I looked, there's 16 different folks who have mm-hmm. contributed code to that over the last year. That's really cool. Yeah. So we got this initial concept down, and then we really started thinking. Well, in, in back of my mind, I always knew it. We wanted to work with GitHub in as many ways as possible. So basically what our issue tracker is, it's kind of a wrapper around the GitHub issue tracker. So you can still submit your issues and your pull requests on GitHub, but this application is actually picking up those issues and pull requests and injecting it into our system, which has more of our workflow type stuff and more of our technical data.
0: Very cool. Mm-hmm. So now everyone's still going to mainly use GitHub or they be jumping onto this issue tracker as well. So
1: our issue tracker would still be the point of truth, mm-hmm. but okay. you can interface through either GitHub or through the issue tracker. And we designed it in a way to where if you only want to touch GitHub, that's your call, but you're not going to miss out on anything in terms of if you're not using our issue tracker solution, which is the case right now with Joomla
0: code. Okay, that's really cool. So it gives the uh, uh, developers or anyone that wants to jump in the full flexibility. Exactly. So just, just play with the code any way they want. Exactly. Very, yes. very cool.
1: So about a year, we've done a little bit of uh, code work on that thing. We started as a uh, platform application. And about six months into the development, we actually reset and started building on the framework. Mm-hmm and that actually allowed us to do a lot more cool things and we're at a point now where we're really ready to start pushing beta testing on the sucker and get the feedback necessary to make the full transition somewhere down the line so when are we going to see it I'm doing a session later today where I'm <laughs> announcing the beta testing and I'm going to push it hard. So look for it on social media.
0: Okay, fantastic. And that's another really big thing that you've been doing on uh, the social media networks as well. You, you've been really getting out there and telling people what's going on, telling people what's happening, and, and just getting the community involved. So you're doing a pretty good, good job there.
1: Yeah, so one of the things I didn't like so much when I first came into the community... Is it, it kind of felt like not all the leadership was approachable, and when they were, it was kind of difficult to communicate. I, I've always been someone that wants to be approachable and wants to, you know, have these open channels of communication. Some might think I do a little bit too much tweeting, but <laughs> that's your opinions, you're entitled to it. But I'm out there. I'm interfacing with people, I make myself easily approachable, and if I I know something's wrong, I'll come to you and say, hey, what can we do to help if it's something that I legitimately broke? And at the same time, I hope people are comfortable enough with me and other leadership team members who have that same social aspect, that they'll approach us with their issues. Mm -hmm. And overall, I think we've improved vastly on that in the last couple of years there's still ways to improve there's always going to be ways to improve and we just keep working on that
0: and i think it's it from what i see as an outsider it has really improved i, I do see a lot more conversations happening and in a really good manner as opposed to the uh, the whole uh, i know fiery uh, conversations that used to happen in the community Definitely. a while ago well it sounds like you're doing an absolutely awesome job in regards to that thank you and you're... So, in the PLT m- membership, what what's your role exactly in there?
1: So, we don't really have, like, assigned roles or okay. anything. like We all just kind of contribute where the case may be for us. So, in my case, being the overly active one, <laughs> I'm a member of the CMS maintenance and release teams, basically, so... When it comes to code review, preparing the releases, coordination for all that stuff, I'm one of the uh, final guys that has the say on that. Uh, I do framework maintenance, helping to build, maintain that, get it up to a release point. The issue tracker, I've been leading that for the last year. And just wherever else I can jump in, working on code for various parts of Joomla, interfacing with the community, just
0: doing my best to do what I think needs to be done. And that's quite a lot, and thank you so much for doing all that as well. My pleasure. Now, uh, last night at the World Conference, we had that huge bug squashing night, so we had about, what, 40, 50 people in a room squashing bugs, playing around with the issue tracker and uh, doing their thing. Plenty
1: of beer, bugs, and fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Now, um, from last night, uh, what was achieved, and uh, how many bugs were squashed, and what was done?
1: We did throughout the day we did a whole bunch of uh, prep sessions, introducing other people to our uh, bug squad process, how to contribute to to Joomla through testing bugs, fixing bugs, whatever the case may be, and we introduced them to uh, some homegrown tools like our uh, patch testing component, which you can install right into the CMS and pull down GitHub uh, pull requests and test those without needing to know anything about Git, which is really awesome because now you're helping that non-technical side of the community be able to test issues. So we had quite a few people working with that patch testing component to pull down te- issues that had uh, patches ready for testing, and they were testing those. We had some of our more skilled developers in the room working on writing code to fix some bugs. Um, I haven't looked at my email this morning, <laughs> but I know I had... I've had 50-some-ish notifications from Joomla code and probably 20 GitHub uh, threads in my email. And I personally committed the fixes for seven bugs last night.
0: Yeah, so definitely seven have been ticked off. And you have and, to go through your emails to check the rest.
1: Yeah, and uh, we've got a couple guys in Europe who couldn't make it over here. So I'm hoping they kind of uh, went through and caught up on some of that too. So I'll be uh, interested to see the final numbers myself.
0: Cool. Uh, I guess you'll have a look at that probably a little bit later in the week when you actually have a bit of time for recovering from this conference. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So that that patch tester thing, um, where can people find that? So it's on GitHub. Mm -hmm. Right now
1: it's in my personal repo. Uh, So github.com slash mbabker slash patch tester. You click the uh, releases thing just above the code listing and the latest version of that will always be at the top of that releases uh, page. Uh, sooner or later I'm going to actually move it over to the Joomla organization. So instead of mbabker in the URL it'll be joomla.
0: Absolutely fantastic. Well thank you Michael for your time in and in this interview. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Nice meeting you. <laughs> Thanks Michael.
1: Welcome. Beat. 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 Joomla beat.
0: Now, all links and references from that will be posted up in the show notes, and you can get to the show notes for this episode by going to the Joomla Beat website at joomlabe.at slash ep46, and that will take you directly to the show notes for this episode, where you can find all the links, all the resources, and provide any comments or ask any questions if you have any. I'll make sure Michael gets and sees any questions that you may have for him on the show notes there so he can quickly answer them for you. Now, I have lots and lots in store this year and upcoming. I already have scheduled a whole bunch of new interviews this year and a whole bunch of other interviews that I haven't released yet from the Joomla World Conference. Richard Pierce from Build a Joomla website will be appearing a lot more this year in regards to beginner tips. So, make sure you tune in for that. I'll have more advanced stuff. I'll have extension review episodes and also more user guides and... We're releasing our video series as well now. So uh, you'll see a whole bunch of new videos coming up online all about the Joomla content management system. So make sure you tune in for that and uh, go to the joomla.at website to find out more about uh, the video casts and when they're all appearing uh, online. So it's going to be a bumpy year, a whole lot more things being released, a whole lot more content being produced and a whole lot more joomla being done. So, until next time, everyone, make sure you keep your website safe and secure and make sure you keep them backed up. Okay, bye now. You've been, you been listening to the Joomla Beat podcast. Bringing together the community of designers, developers, fans and users from around the globe. Around the globe. Joomla Beat. Joomla Beat. Joomla Beat. Joomla Beat.